This and all of our podcasts are sponsored by Malicious Intent Apparel and Sports Memorabilia, where their loss is our laughter. Check them out at www.mal-int.com to purchase your next piece of comedic sports apparel or that signed rookie card you've always dreamed of owning for your man cave. Earn 15% off your next purchase when you use the promo code 15 on MI. That's 150MI. Let's go. What is up, my fellow college football degenerates? Welcome to another edition of Giving the Points Podcast. I am your co-host, Jeff Cox, and alongside, as always, is my fellow degenerate co-host, Jason Osho-Odell. What is going on tonight, my friend? Not much, my friend. Just another good week of uh, activity, some college football, and uh, finishing up work for the week. So we're in good shape. How about you? Getting settled finally. We had the big move this past week, and we're still we got boxes to the ceiling, but um, everyone's settled. And uh, yeah, we got a lot more space than the previous place. So that's that's our uh, that's our positive. But um, still working on the the move. Uh, we haven't done a move in seven years, and probably seven years before that. So hopefully, this will be the last one for another fourteen or so. Good for you. Yes, sir. So, well, let's open up with some uh, poker stories. Anything to share with us from the last week? You know what? Uh, on Saturday, I went to a soccer game and come home and was attacked by brown water. And brown by water? F- yeah, a big okay. bottle of whiskey jumped on me. And <laughs> I said, you know what? Tonight's not a good night to go dance this dance. So we, uh, we stayed home. Good boy. And I think that may have been where the, uh, I, I want to call it a drunk dial that was proposed from you to me. I don't know if you even remember that, do you? Oh, yes, I do. I do. I, okay. had, I had things to discuss. <laughs> I had I things to discuss. The voicemail was in all five seconds and said something to the effect of, oh, now you don't answer your phone or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah. What do you yeah. remember what was uh, on the hot button you wanted to discuss that uh, time of day? I don't it know what, was, what it was, but it was uh, it was why do all the fans in Kentucky Stadium have a baby? Oh boy! Oh that boy! Is, that, oh, that, that is what it was. I remember because you did text me that too. I think so. Yeah, I, I was amazed that every <sighs> fan they sh- they showed at the Kentucky football game had a baby in their arms. I was trying to figure out what I was missing. I mean, did they even have shoes on? I don't know, but they were all holding babies. How do you know they're fans and not necessarily students? I mean, come on. You're giving them too much credit. <laughs> well, I mean, because I had on Kentucky shirts. They were one or the other. So I got you. I got you. So let's start off. Uh, let me give you a little story. I've been wanting to tell this for a couple of days. A uh, little gambling story real quick, and I'll try to, to make Good this stuff. as less long-winded as possible. So I, I get this. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to share the website. One of these nice gambling websites uh, – decided to give their newcomers some bonuses. Mm-hmm. So I stumbled upon, I think it was a, um, like a hundred percent cash back bonus. You have to play through a certain amount. Not sure if you're familiar with those. Oh, so yes. they, you are. Okay. So, and I, I lost out on one of them and I called him and complaining, not necessarily in a negative mood, just wanting to get something for free because I'm cheap like that. And they gave, I was supposed to get maybe a 25 to $50 bonus. They gave me a $150 casino bonus. 
Now that's the positive. The negative is there's a $9,000 playthrough. Yes. So I had to play through a lot more than what they gave me to even sniff getting positive dollars on this casino uh, free roll. Yeah. You're not seeing that money again. No, no. So I get to play it. And a lot of these games in the casino, this is where they get you. You you don't get, they don't match you dollar for dollar. They match you like 20% on every dollar for like blackjack, roulette, crap like that. So I stumble upon this game, Pirate 21. It's a, a rendition of blackjack with a bonus okay. where if you, if you match, if your show card matches like a queen and their, their card showing as a queen, you get a multiple of like, if you put $5 on the bonus, you get like 10 to one. So you get 50 bucks extra. Okay. So I keep knocking that hitting it, hitting it uh, after a, roughly 12 hours of playing on and off throughout the day not the same time i get done roughly about 1 a.m so i'm getting around the 9k i'm like holy shit this is gonna fucking hit i hit i come up with 2300 bucks roughly in real money so i'm having trouble my plan is to cash out at least 2k get a nice little check sent like i have with other websites Uh uh-huh keep 300 in there for fun but they keep giving me the runaround because I've just recently moved. I want a check. I don't want any Bitcoin crap. I want a paper check mailed to me. I can't provide a copy of my ID with my up-to-date address to send it to. They would send it to my old address. I don't want to take a chance of it being lost in the mail. Uh, so long story short, I end up uh, saying, fuck it. I'm not going to do the check. Let's just play through it. And if I have it afterwards, I have it. So I go ahead and just proceed with the Pirate 21, Blackjack, three-card poker. And, of course, it's on a Saturday, so I'm throwing mad college football bets. And if I hit one of them, it would have broke the bank. I would have been in good shape for a couple months for all of our bills. So I pissed through the whole 2300. Uh I'm done with it. I crapped it all away. I'm down to, I think, a couple of Miami Heat Series Moneyline Wagers. And that's all I had to show for it. So that is why we are degenerates. And uh, that's a very good uh, example of why we're called those. So. That is a degenerate move. But that is, I will wow. say this. We have all been there and we have all done that. <sighs> well, hopefully you're being honest, but I'm, I'm sure that that's uh, been your situation before in the past. So I have done that myself. And you, know, <laughs> you get hot. The, there's one, oh. one website that I, I frequent with my sports betting and they have a casino. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought not, not too long ago, like I, I'll just play a little bit of blackjack and mm-hmm. knowing that it's rigged. Of course and yeah. you get up 50. You're like if I could turn this, you know, 50 into right. 600, I, that's a good yeah. day. And you just won't leave the button. You won't stop hitting the damn button. It's a, it's, it's, it's uh, infuriating. It's, so I've learned it's a sickness. It is a sickness, but it's a sickness that I really don't, hate (laughs) yes you're right (laughs) so uh let's talk about some hot and cold players and teams this past week uh who did you who were you impressed with this past week of uh play you know one that really jumped out to me was arkansas i don't know if it's arkansas or if it's their competition but they look strong versus versus mississippi state they they put up a Mm -hmm. good fight in the first half versus georgia they they come back last week and upset Mississippi State, so I'm really, really impressed with them. Yeah, I'll take uh, – I've got a two-part for my first one, BYU in general. 
BYU, I know they haven't had the greatest level of competition, but if you look at their scores thus far, they've outscored. I mean, they won this past week against Louisiana Tech. They've outscored their three games, one forty-eight to twenty-four. I mean, if they can, if they can do something and stay undefeated, I'd like to see them somehow in this crazy, weird year of everything—not just football or Corona somehow get into the playoffs. I don't think it's going to happen, but I'd like to see one a team like that get in there. The other side of my BYU impressive uh, stat is this quarterback. I didn't have any idea on who he was or how good he was, Josh Wilson. This kid has been playing his heart out for the first three games. Uh, he threw for 325 and two touchdowns, ran for 43 more and three touchdowns. So he accounted for five touchdowns. So the combination of just BYU in general, especially their quarterback, really impressed me. Um, anybody else catch your eye? Any other teams or players? You know, Kyle Trask. Mm-hmm. I, you know, growing up, not a Florida fan, you know, I've been converted to being able to stomach them because of cordial friends and my best friend and my brother all, all go there. So I pay attention and it's Florida home. So I – listen to a lot of Florida radio still, even being up here in the middle of nowhere. But trial cat, tr- Kyle Trask right now is unconscious. Kyle Trask. <laughs> yeah. He's unconscious. He is throwing that ball all over the field. He's making good decisions. You know, Florida has a long runway if they can shore up their run defense. If they can get some something started in the middle, I really think they've got a shot and they got the firepower to to put something up on the board. Yeah, they got some uh, – seeing what we've seen so far, they could sure be in Atlanta uh, come the SEC championship. Um, you know, I think they have a strong possibility of beating Georgia this year, who hasn't looked the most dominating defensively uh, or on the offensive side of the ball. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, Kyle Trask has been throwing some ropes so far, especially to the other Kyle, uh, Pitts, I believe, is the tight end. Yeah. Yep. So I saw one – I have one other note I made for myself is just in general, the Bama receiving core. Alabama, of course, they're known for their two mainstays on the end, Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddell, who are destined to be NFL pros, probably first-round picks. But there's another third, uh, third wheel, so to speak, John Mechie. Didn't know anything about this kid. All three of these, this core of wide receivers accounted for 17 catches, 386 yards, and four touchdowns. That is, I mean, this guy, Mac Jones out of Bowles, he has just got some toys to play with. I mean, uh, needless to say about Najee Harris, he has just got, I mean, they've got other receivers I didn't make notes on, but those three are the main. I was just very impressed with uh, the way he distributed the ball and got him uh, to not just the two heavy hitters, but this Mechie kid, so we'll have to keep an eye on him fantasy-wise. I don't think anybody picked him up yet. No, and I tell you, those assholes just reload, don't they? They just they do, shoot man. their clip and reload the next year, and you're thinking, well, they're, they're missing eight people off the starting offense. And no, they're not. They have got just stack bulls. they got four years waiting. So Yeah, that's sickening. Uh, who did not impress you this last week? No, this was this was pretty easy. The entire goddamn Big Twelve, Texas, Oklahoma, Baylor. I mean, they all hmm. suck. They all don't have a snowball's chance in hell of doing anything. And in fact, you know, Oklahoma plays Texas this weekend, and you know, mm-hmm. the Red River Red River rivalry. 
and that's usually a, a just a big game we hear about. I haven't heard one thing in the yeah. media, one thing on the radio, and whoever wins that game is going to win the Big Twelve. It's it's just disgusting how lack mm. of how how lack of coordinated those teams are. None of them can play offense. None of them can play defense. And it, it, whoever wins this game this weekend, six to three, is going to be your Big Twelve champion. That's sad. That's very sad. I, I hope they don't sniff the the final four, the college playoffs. I hope I really hope they're not in contention. And I think they're probably less likely to have a chance now that we definitely have Pac-12 and Big Ten football coming back. So that's good to know. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and counter with the Auburn offensive offense collectively. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if it was the Georgia defense so much, but Auburn's offense is just putrid. They had 197 combined yards, which for some schools may be decent, but they accounted for six points. And, of course, that's through the leg of the kicker. So it wasn't anything that the quarterback, Bo Nix, any of his receivers, Seth Williams, or the running game. So they, they need to get it going on offense. Uh, that's my first disappointment of the this past week. Do you have anything else that came across your eye? No, the Kentucky fans. Um, <laughs> how can a guy named Cavassier Smoke get hurt? I don't understand. <laughs> you know, his name is Cavassier uh, Smoke. You would think that if anybody was going to be, uh, you know, able to ward off any threat, it would be him. Mm, but somehow he gets absolutely. hurt. He's not only ruined my fantasy team, but he, he ruined some bets for me over the weekend. So mm. I'm just disappointed in them. Well, I'm going to keep it in Lexington. I'm going to uh, echo the sentiments of the, my – beloved Wildcats. I'm going to go with the kicker, Matt Roffalo. After scoring the go-ahead touchdown, Kentucky in overtime against Ole Miss, this guy missed the extra point just to lose by one at home. So I'm going to put him as my clown of the week, even though he is on my beloved Wildcats football team. Uh, That is uh, very disappointing to see. Disappointing for you, but I believe we talked extensively last week about Mississippi winning that game. And I, I believe we did call the shot on my money line there. That was the only good bet I made, I think for the week, but yeah. I, I knew Mississippi was going to roll into Lexington and come out with a W. Well, on the, at the hand of the leg of the kicker of Kentucky, no less, but they did. So uh lame kitten gets a victory. In Lexington. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to go over the money as you won and, and the money's I haven't won in just a few moments here. Um, anyone dis- else supposed to disappoint you that you made a note of? No, not, not offhand. Not offhand. So let's take a look at our college fantasy league. Uh, both of us, I see, are two and two for the year. I know that uh, in the past we've pretty much fared very well, and I won't be surprised if we're at the top of the standings come the latter part of the year um both of us actually had very impressive victories not trying to uh grab each other's dicks too much here but we actually both won by roughly 60 points so that's kind of impressive yep um trying to see who stood out for my team here i know i started alan bowman the quarterback for texas tech i think he got knocked out in the first quarter gave me a donut my Mississippi State combo didn't amount for anything. However, my buddy Reggie, Reggie Roberson, the uh, wide receiver at SMU, before getting hurt, caught five for 243 and two touchdowns. So I'll take that every day and twice on Sunday. Um, going over to your team real quick, you, yeah, roughly about uh, 59 and a half points you won by 
I think Deuce Vaughn for Kansas State. Did you draft him or did you pick him up in free agency? No, I picked him up uh, week two, I believe, after after he put up some big points versus uh, Oklahoma. I snatched him off the off the waiver wire because I needed a running back, and he's just been he's been great. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty good uh, pickup there. You got a number of guys that uh, gathered about 20 or so points. So you got a pretty evenly uh, distributed team that week or last week. So we'll see what this uh, this week brings for both of us. Uh, we've got a couple of teams, I want to say, that are 4-0. and oh, Let me get back to that real quick. Yeah, we've got three teams that are 4-0, and oh, one of them being a new guy to the league. So uh, we'll see if he can – Keep that up. Of course, we're not having a playoff this year because of all the uncertainty. We're going to just going to do a straight uh, wins and losses standings, uh, first, second, and third by the end of the year, and see where everybody stands. Um, I, I haven't looked at who's playing who this week. So, anybody uh, interesting you picked up off the waiver wire by any chance? You know, I have been I've been caught in the crossfire with a lot of buys, and we've talked about that before. The beginning of the week when I started looking at it, I had four quarterbacks on buys. So I had to make some moves. I, I had to pick up uh, Jarrett Guantanamo Bay from, from Tennessee. He's going to lead the, the pack this week. It's, he's not going to score any points, but I'm hoping that the, the fellow that I'm playing uh, is not really checking his team. I also picked mm-hmm. up a Shy Smith from South Carolina. He's He's been averaging 22 and a half points per game even in their short season. So I thought, you know what? They're playing Vandy this week. I'm going to need some points. So I, oh, yeah. I snatched him up. And in nice. one of the – you know, you you hit on BYU earlier. They've got a running back. His name is Algier. He's been putting mm-hmm. up some points too. So I drafted him late, I believe, in our in our, in our draft. And, and he's been holding steady as well. So nice. we're going to see how that works out for me this week. Yep, as I always say, we win this not by the draft, but on the waiver wire. So uh, that's, I think, how we – that's our bread and butter over the, the past years in college fantasy, at least not so much pro. Yeah. So, moving right along to our Heisman picks. Each week, as a reminder, we will recap the three – top three Heisman contenders that we believe will be in New York City come December. Uh, we'll give you our – last three from last week and the most recent three based on the most we- recent week's play. So give us a reminder of who you had last week and who your new three, if any, are this week. You know, last week I had, and, and I've had this combination for about three weeks now, Lawrence Fields and King. I, I, I still think Lawrence is the runaway fields. We don't, we know how he's going to play versus the big 10 and, and dear King from Miami after watching this week and watching a lot of football on Saturday, I, I mixed mine up. I, mm. I I got Lawrence up there. I had to throw Trask in at number two, and I bumped Fields down to three. I think De'Eric King's out. He's going to take a beating uh, this weekend versus Clemson, mm-hmm. and that's going to be the end of his oh, run. Yeah. And I, I, <laughs> I really think that those three are – or head and shoulders of everybody else, ex- ex- especially from a media standpoint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree, especially Trevor Lawrence. We're both in agreement on this one there probably since day one that he just – it's his to lose at this point because they got the head start playing from the beginning, and uh, he just he, – he probably will not lose, and he probably will not do 
less than par over the season, every, every game. So I think it's his to lose. Uh, last week I had Trevor Lawrence topping my three. I then had Dylan Gabriel, the quarterback out of Central Florida, and KJ Costello, quarterback from Mississippi State. This week we're going to keep Trevor Lawrence at one. I'm going to move, unfortunately, Florida quarterback Kyle Trask. This guy is thrown for 10 touchdowns and 684 yards in two games, which is just sick. Mm-hmm. As much as it pains me to admit it, I know both of us to admit it, Kyle Trask is playing some good ball so far in two SEC games. I'm going to throw a third a new player in this, the mix here. Um, I've watched him for the last few years since he transferred from Texas SMU. I'm going to put Shane Bouchelle. This guy threw for 474 yards, three touchdowns last week, and he's been nothing but consistent uh, the first part of this season. I believe they're 4-0, beat a big Memphis, nice Memphis uh, team this past week in a big win by three. So I'll go with Trevor Lawrence, Kyle Trask, and Shane Bouchelle as my current three. I like that. Uh, let's take a look. Let's move forward to games we are watching this week. I'm not sure if you made any notes on uh, who you were going to watch. Uh, primarily, we like to focus on the noon games, the middle of the day games, and the evening games. Do you have anything uh, of note that you're going to be watching? This yeah, there weekend? are three I'm going to be watching. Uh, one, Texas, Oklahoma, because they're going to hit the under. I mean, I don't know if those teams can do anything. I, it's it's kind of it's kind of a uh, a game that I have traditionally watched it's most of the time it is a noon game because of the drinkers and <laughs> at the state fair in Dallas <laughs> but <clears throat> excuse me but I really have enjoyed that game in the past and I will I will watch it again this year just because it's traditional 330 mm-hmm. I gotta go with Arkansas Auburn I want to see how both of these teams are going to measure up with the rest of the with the rest of the SEC this is more of a gambling watch than anything else you know, I I, hmm. I want to see if I can pick up some some pointers on Arkansas. I have learned over my tenure of gambling since I was seven years old, never bet for Auburn, never bet against Auburn because the Auburn team that you think is going to show up will not even make it to the airport. So I've learned not to, to bet on them because I lose every time. But I think there's some there's some money to be had on Arkansas sometime this year. If they can, uh, they can hold it steady. And then the eight o'clock game, I am looking forward to seeing Clemson jump all over Miami. Um, as we know, most of the Hurricane fans are obnoxious. They're just as bad as Gator fans. <laughs> and I, I, I look at Twitter and I look at Instagram and I go on Facebook and that's all I hear is the you, the you. And Clemson is going to lay it on them big this weekend because I'm sure Clemson's tired of hearing it too. So those are my three this week. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, uh, my first game actually has been postponed. I just noticed this. I, it's I'm a three for a loop here on this game. Coastal Carolina and Louisiana Lafayette. Uh, they were both three and zero, pretty impressive offenses. But I, I, I don't see any notes on why they were postponed. But they are going to be postponed. So. Uh, another game, just looking at the schedule here. Let's see. Yeah, Oklahoma, Texas, I really have no want to see them at all. I mean, they're just two maybe below average teams. Um, let me move on to the middle of the day here. I've got Tennessee at Georgia. Mm-hmm. Of course, both are undefeated so far, only 2-0 each. I don't know if Georgia's defense is for real. I don't know if Tennessee is really a top 20 ranked no. team. So I got a feeling it's, yeah, it's going to, 
uh, definitely spread the, uh, the men from the boys in Athens. Um, that Tennessee is not a top uh, number 14 in the country. I just don't, I don't believe in that. So I'm interested to see how good Georgia's defense is. Uh, the late game, I'm with you, Miami Clemson. I want to see if Derek King can stand up against the Clemson defense and the pressure of playing a number one team. Um, so I'm definitely on you or with you on that game. Well, I have a, uh, I have see, a feeling that he will stand mm-hmm. up from the time the national anthem ends until he trots out there for his first series, and that'll be about it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see how he can stand up. Uh, hey, if, if he does well, then I can tell you that I'm certainly the first to be wrong. So we're going to move on to our next segment, Who You Got. As a reminder for our listeners, we've been allotted with a $1,000 fake bankroll for the season before it started. Uh, the one of us with larger remaining balance at the end of the season will take each other's $20 bill. We're high rollers, of course. Um, as a reminder, we each week will pick from the spreads two single-game picks, one underlaw, underdog money line straight-up pick, one parlay and or teaser, and one NFL pick with the spread. Uh, let's go ahead and recap real quick. Uh, last week's picks, I, I didn't get a chance to put it on our Facebook, or excuse me, our Instagram and Twitter. I'm going to have to start doing that so we can have some to follow along here. Um, give us a recap real quick of how you fared last well, week. Well, I lost. That That is the – Now you I, did. Uh, You're two well, and three. Two and three, and I did hit my money line. Like I said earlier in the show, I did pick up a Mississippi money line. Uh, that that gave me some some good money, and I'm, I keep riding with Buffalo in the NFL. They uh, they look strong. Mm-hmm. Minus three for nothing. They do. Uh, you know, uh, I'll mm-hmm. take them minus three versus – pretty much anybody in the league except probably Green Bay right now. So, mm. and the Chiefs, you got to throw them in there too. But I, I got them true, I got true. them ranked as the number three team in the NFL. Those those were my two two wins. My losses, again, Oklahoma, they didn't show up mm, to play. Mm, Auburn, mm. I went against my – I went against my head. I thought, you know, seven is a pretty big number versus Georgia – especially after that, Georgia yeah. played the way they did the week before. But Auburn didn't show up and get off the bus. And then my parlay, Oklahoma and Auburn, obviously, by default, was was a miss. So I lost uh, about $98 last week. But we're going to make it up this mm-hmm. week. So that brings you to a balance going into this week of nine thirty nine twenty. So you've only lost, what, 61 bucks? That's not bad. Not in four weeks. On the other side. Not in four What's weeks that? with as much as we're, we're betting. Yeah, yeah, you're kind of just treading water at this point. However, I, my friend, am uh, – I'm in the shallow end drowning. I, I'm down to 505.35, so I hit two of three. I, by the grace of God, I hit my West Virginia plus three. They were at home uh, beating Baylor, as we talked about earlier. I missed my Memphis SMU over. I don't know why. I was 74 and a half. It was just a huge number to reach. I lost that one. Boston College money line almost hit it. North Carolina was kind of playing uh, right to Boston College at home. So they couldn't come back and uh, beat North Carolina. Uh, my teaser, let's not even talk about that. It was just horrible. And then I helped out uh, with Green Bay. And anybody against the Falcons right now, I think, are just yep. easy money in the NFL. So I had Green Bay minus seven and a half. Um, so yeah, all, I mean, I ended up 
losing, I think, a net of maybe 40, 50 bucks. So anyway, long story short, I'm at 505.35. So I asked you for this week, who you got? Well, this one seems pretty easy. And I say that every week and lose, but mm-hmm. but uh, I'm jumping right off the shoot with 110 on Florida minus seven. Florida mm. is playing hot right now. They're really, really hot. I don't see anybody stymieing or stifling that defense. Um, they're playing Texas A&M. Texas A&M, they are the Jekyll and Hyde of college football. They're as bad as Auburn to bet on. So you never know who's going to show up. Mm-hmm. There's going to be very few fans in the stadium. And I'm hearing that they might even move that game to offsite mm. because of because of the hurricane coming through. Oh, yes. I think I read something about so it earlier. I, Forget what this that'll is. be mm-hmm. even a, a bigger benefit for Florida. So I'm going to ride with them with a mm-hmm. minus seven. Okay. I'm going to go with Clemson. I I don't believe Miami's hype. Uh, I'm not going to bet that much because I don't have as much as you to, to wager on. I'm going to take the 14 at home against Miami. I'm going to bet 20 to win $18.18. And how about you? My second, second one, I took Clemson too. A $77 bet. Uh, Clemson, I really do believe they are just starting to get good. You know, if you watch Clemson over the course of the past couple of seasons, they typically start off a little slower than most teams, and they build steam. And by the end of the year, they're clicking on all cylinders. And that could be due to the, the quarterback changes that they've had and some of the personnel changes that they've had with their, with their big positions. But I just think they're getting rolling, and I think Miami is going in the opposite direction. So I'm, go, I'm taking Clemson big. I'm going to go out on – a limb, and I'm going to take Vandy plus 13, $20 to win $18.18. And again, another small wager, but I'm building up for my next three, which are a little bit more money, dollar value. I just think Vandy's been playing closer than normal in the SEC so far in two games. So I'm going to go out and take Vandy plus 13. Who is your uh, money line pick for this week? Kansas State all day. I like it. I I really like Kansas State and what they're bringing to the table, and I can't imagine anybody in the Big Twelve playing as well as they are right now. And to catch them as an underdog, I'm not only going to make that bet here, but I'm also going to have some fun coupons on that one come uh, come the weekend. So I'm looking Good forward to that. Fun one. coupons, baby. I'm going to go to Mississippi State. I believe they're playing my beloved Kentucky Wildcats. I'm going to throw $50 to win $52.50. So give me the Fighting Pirates with Mississippi State on Moneyline. Who is your parlay or teaser this week? You know, my, my teaser, I'm, I'm, or my, I'm sorry, my parlay, I'm rolling with the other two teams that I got. Uh, Florida minus seven, Clemson minus 14. I think that's just easy money. Uh, I, I just, something tells me that it's going to be a, a favorites weekend when it comes to that, and I'm I'm going to ride okay. with it. I, this is where I'm going to have to make up some room, and this is total Hail Mary here, but I think it's doable. I'm going to I'm gonna parlay some money lines. I'm going to throw 20 bucks. I'm going to take Mississippi State money line. 
Boston College money line, and I'm going to take your K-State money line. I'm going to parlay those three together. If somehow I hit this $20 wager, it's going to net me $413.98. So I'll be back in the game. I feel pretty confident. Not big spreads overall in each of these three games. That's what I got from a parlay. Who you got in the NFL? I am going to roll with Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh has looked really good. The Steelers minus seven. I'm putting 110 on it. The Eagles don't seem like they want to Mm. play this year. They have been sluggish all year. They have come out, and one of their players this this week said that they didn't even think they should be playing football because of COVID. Wow. So if one person in the locker room saying that, I think others are saying that. So I'm going to roll with, uh, I'm going to roll with Pittsburgh minus, minus the seven. I'm going to keep it in the AFC. I love Baltimore. I love them a lot. I like them at least 13 points better. I'm going to bet $50 to win $45 and 45 cents. Uh, as a reminder each week, so we don't have to go over this all again. You can go to Giving the Points podcast on both Twitter and Instagram for our weekly picks and updated season-long balances. I'm going to try to be a good co-host and get that going so we can kind of have a picture to go with our words and, and shit-talking and picks uh, for the next week's coming to the end of the season. So, again, that's Giving the Points podcast on both Twitter and Instagram for our weekly picks. Uh, was there – yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. So, yeah, what I was just going to say is, you know, you were talking as you were talking about uh, your your money line bets and some of that stuff. I went and looked at, at my site and looked at Mississippi State and Kansas State. You bet a parlay on them. You're getting six yeah. to one. And those spreads aren't too no. big. So I just put a, some, a little bit of fun coupons down on those two games. But it was interesting as I noticed something. And, you know, we're, we're, like you said, we're degenerate gamblers. And when it comes to this stuff and you and I talk on the phone during the week and we do our show and we talk about picks and I've noticed some distinct differences about our gambling Mm -hmm. styles that I thought would be, would be interesting to bring up to where I am more conservative and bet larger dollar Mm -hmm. amounts. You like to have fun. Uh. To where you're betting smaller dollar amounts to try to play the lottery. <laughs> and I just wanted to ask you what your thought process is and if that's something that you typically do all season long or, you know, you've talked about putting $5 down on an 18 parlay, which it never even it occurred to me yeah. to even do that um, because I'm trying to t- turn my five mm-hmm. into 10. So give us your thoughts on that and, and, if it's just fun or if it's, if it's lottery. That's a very good question. I've got a very definitive answer. It's a combination of two things. One is being a complete pussy. I I, I don't see myself as you can see, as you heard earlier, this is a common, this is the the bet you made 110, 77, 33, 55, 110. This is what I've made 20, 20, 50, 20, 50. So I don't necessarily like to put a whole bunch of money. I think I got ballsy and put a hundred on somebody earlier this year. I think West Virginia plus seven. Uh, I didn't hit that, yep. but I, I'd like that. So yeah, uh, 
in all sense of another, no other terms, I, I become a gambling pussy sometimes. And I like to bet smaller amounts. I don't have the pills to come out and throw down the amounts. I don't feel as confident, I guess, on the other side of the coin. I do like to have fun with it in the sense of these parlays. And we talk about, I don't know if this is trademark yet, my buck to fuck. I, 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 I like to throw a dollar on any combination of money line underdogs. I'll throw, I think the website I go with will not allow me to win more than 100K, which I don't expect to win. But for example, I think on an average week, uh, maybe a nine to 10 money line parlay for a dollar will win you anywhere up to or no more than 100,000. So I go, I do my 10 or nine games that I like for my money lines and I work my way down. I take one game out, I do a dollar on the next one. I take one game out, I do a dollar on the next one, so on until I get down to like five teams and I'm like, all right, fuck, I'm not going any lower than that. So yeah, it's more of like just not pulling my pills out and wanting to bet big amounts. And on the other side, just having fun with it, seeing if I can go for the jugular, like this $20 parlay that I'm doing uh, this week for the three money lines. So yeah, that's, that's kind of my science. If there is such a word for this to uh, my outlook on gambling. You know, that's interesting because I, over the course of years, I've changed my strategy as well. I used to put $10 on every game that there was every game that I thought I knew and I would, I might have bets on 15 different teams, every section Mm -hmm. of the day, especially on Mm -hmm. Saturday. So you've got, you know, you're picking dang near 45 games during the day. And sometimes I'd win. Sometimes I would, I would lose. There would be no consistency to it. And then I started saying, all right, where are my best bets and putting a little bit more money on those games and staying away from the coin flips, yeah. you know, if I if I don't think it's if, if I don't think I know, I'm going to stay away mm-hmm. from it. So I think I think that's better. Very interesting, which, you know, I, I'm going to kind of derail the, the broadcast. But something yeah. that you might really enjoy mm-hmm. is FanDuel. If you haven't partaken in that, I got started about two years ago in a three dollar jackpots for a chance to win a million and you're picking your seven players and you're riding it mm-hmm. out. So you can, you can invest 15, $20 on a, it's really good on a Sunday. It, it's sketchy on Saturday, but on the Sunday, I actually do mm-hmm. my, with my littlest child. He's seven and he likes, loves pro football. And I let him pick one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes you, you, you lose 20 bucks and sometimes you, you win. And I've, I've won up to three or $400 on a Sunday doing it. So it's, it's fun. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I've, I've definitely dabbled in FanDuel and DraftKings. I have some money right now on DraftKings. And when I mean some money, I mean like just under 40 bucks, but yeah, I like to throw in college is a little bit tougher to do than the pros, but I, I do college and, um, I do put in my pro, I mean, I, I play, there's a quarter jukebox, they call it quarter jukebox. You throw a quarter in there, you get to put in a lineup. I think the, the, you can win as much as a hundred thousand. I mean, you gotta be lucky as fuck, yeah. but it's, it's definitely worth a quarter to play. So yeah, I, I do usually throw a couple of freebies they have in there for, for some, as like free roll for winnings and a quarter, normally a couple of dollars and then a couple of $5 matchups. But I don't think I did it this past week because we were so damn busy with moving. But uh, yeah, that's fun, man. It's 
I need to get my son into it. He he claims that he doesn't like football, but I don't believe that for a minute coming from my, my seed. So, uh, well, maybe – and I just came up with a good idea. Maybe if I can get my son into football, next season we can have the – this is degenerate as all hell. The sons <laughs> do a, a, a pick them too, just, just for fun and just to see if uh, they're interested in doing that. I'm sure your son might be interested, but uh, I don't know if you want to incorporate children in this. Well, my – I'm all for it because I have my, no limits. My, my son, he likes to, to, <laughs> to dance with the uh... – with the FanDuel, and it's something that, you know, it's, oh, it's, boy. uh, <laughs> we, we get in there on Sunday, Sunday mornings, and I'm like, hey, we gotta, we're gonna pick our team, and he picks them, and we roll with it, and it's something we, of course, he always picks okay. the same players. He loves, he picks his favorite players. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's I a rolling, but sometimes he, he does okay. You know, he, he, last week he picked okay. Odell Beckham Jr., and Odell Beckham Jr. put up some major points, so. He did finally. Jesus, I mean, he's all talk. He's all barking, no bite for the, at least the first three, a couple of games this year, and he 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 put yeah. out man for sure. I think it went three or four touchdowns, one rushing. Yeah, that was a that was a crazy game. Yeah, let me let me also. I'm not no, trying no. to derail, but I got a bitch about a wager I made on my uh, my Saturday. My I'll say my weekend twenty three hundred dollars down the hole. So as part of my wagers, I put a fifty dollar. Uh, I think it's called a sweetheart teaser. So you can throw it, you can throw 10 points either uh-huh. way. Um, so I took an NFL, I think it was, a, was it, let me count one, two, three, four, six game parlay. So I had Seattle plus one and a half easy at Miami. Yep. They won Tampa Bay minus a half point. That was not as easy. They ended up coming back and winning Baltimore minus seven money in the bank Rams. They gave me a headache. They uh, minus six and a half. They ended up beating Giants at home in the last few minutes. I tackled the Green Bay. I figured that was pretty easy. That was pretty much a pick 'em. Then we come to out of five and five and six. Got last game, Philadelphia at mm. San Francisco. My dumbass took San Francisco minus two, thinking at home, hell, that's a field goal win right there. No, the Eagles come in there and fuck it up. So I put down fifty. To win a possible two thirty-seven, so I net zero. So that's about my gambling luck right there. Um, that was probably my bigger of the parlays that I missed five out of uh, missed one out of six games. That kind of blows. Yeah, me. that's so crazy. Just yeah, thought I'd share that. But uh, yeah, and then also in the next couple of weeks, I definitely want to share any kind of close buck to fuck parlays that I uh, I throw down. So if I can remember that, I keep saying I think every week I'm going to share that. Next That's week. very good. Um, anything, anything else on the wagering side you want to discuss? Before no, we no, I'm, here? I'm good. I'm good. I do have to ask you about one game over this week. Thoughts on yes, Notre sir. Dame minus twenty one and a half versus the Florida State Seminoles. I might even take twenty eight or thirty five. I really think not too highly of the team in Tallahassee. I think. Uh, more than a lot about Ian book. He's in, he's on one of my fantasy teams uh, for this listener league that I'm in. So I'm, and what I've seen the Notre Dame put out so far, I'm a big proponent of their offense and what they can do at home. I think it's a nasty combination. I really, really like Notre Dame. What about you? I do too. I, I Florida state just does not impress me one bit. I mean, I, 
they were they were losing twenty one to fourteen at home yes. in Jacksonville State. That's fucking garbage. Yeah. Garbage. So I don't. I, yeah, I, I just wanted your thoughts on that yeah. one. Um, I'm gonna put some yeah. fun coupons out on that one and see how it goes. I wasn't gonna bring that up or the Texas Oklahoma game. I just have no interest in either of them. I know Notre Dame is probably I don't know. I know in my luck it'll be a, short, a close game, but I think the spread's 21, so I might even take you know bump it up to a higher higher odds. Uh, but yeah, yeah, good, uh, good question. Uh, definitely, in past years, that would have been the game of the year. Mm-hmm. You know, back in the Lou Holtz, Bobby Bowden days, shit, that was the the money game in the eighties. Not 90s. anymore. No, sir. That's a that's a, a thing of the past. So, is there any TV movie recommendations? Anything pop culture related you want to give us? No, this week? I have not even turned on the TV once football was over on Sunday. Um, in fact, I didn't even watch the Sunday night games. I turned them off and I haven't turned the TV back on since about, uh, six 30 on Sunday. Jeez. That's dedication to sports right there. Just hardcore sports fan. And that's it. Um, I, I do want to bring up something I just thought about, and I'm going to look this up while we're doing this live. I know it's so unprofessional, but I've got to talk about it briefly. It's a uh, documentary I watched. Uh, God damn it. I cannot think of what it is. Uh, give me one second to look this up. You ever heard of a movie channel called the Criterion no. channel? So I think it's mainly lots of artsy fartsy pictures. Um, a lot of things that are award award winners that are not really not yeah. that known. Um, but I, I came across this here. It is. I just found it. It's a documentary from 1984. It's called Streetwise. If you come, the, the, the good thing about the Criterion Collection is it's a two-week free trial. Download the app, stream it if you want to from your phone or device. All right, so Streetwise is about these, these street kids in Seattle, Washington in the early okay. 80s. And it's not so much a documentary where they're asking questions to these kids, like a group of about nine to 10 kids. And I'm talking like anywhere from 11 to 15, 16 years old. I mean, it's, it's very strange and it's very sad, but it's an extremely interesting documentary. They just talk about the life and times of how they survive and, uh, where they come from, their families. Uh, it's a very lovable city to most, Seattle, Washington, and even back then. But on the streets, it's just a different story. They they focus this, uh, the main part of the story on this one girl they called, oh shit, what's her name? She, I, anyway, she's this ratty looking girl. Uh, she's 13 years old and she's hooking and doing anything she can for money. It's just it's very sad, but very interesting. If you can check it out, it's on the Criterion channel. Right. It's called I'll Street have to Wives. do that. So it's from 1984. Um, it's it's just, it's eye-popping. But I didn't plan on talking about it, but I did want to bring that up. So um, that's my contribution on the uh, TV movie segment. How about your fucktard? Any you know what? I, no, I, I got a, a message from you saying that you had a, a couple of finalists. And I said, I'm going to let, I'm going to let, <laughs> Big Cox take care of it this week. Well, I don't know if you're a baseball fan. I am not, but I came across this guy, Tom Brenneman. Do you I've know heard who that the name might before? Be? 
Okay. So from what I read, this guy is a, and I, I heard this on the Howard Stern show, the story. So he's a 56 year old. Um, I believe he's the longtime Cincinnati Reds color man, yep. baseball analyst. And with a hot mic going into a live uh, broadcast, he said something to the effect of, uh, yeah, another fag city. And he came back on knowing, you know, being told that the mic was hot and just shuffling to apologize. And in the middle of the apology, this motherfucker says, he starts calling, and there's a, there's a, you know, I'm not good with baseball jargon. Here's a hit to the shortstop as a three, two. Oh. He starts call. He continues to call the game, which is professional. But then he also says after his apologies, I'm going to let my, uh, my, whoever his counterpart was take over from here. And I just really apologize. And I'm sure I'll be sending my, see my last days here on the uh, channel. So they, uh, of course, let him go the next day, I believe. So he's been with um, uh, ESPN, but I forget. Oh, Fox Sports, Ohio, for a number of years for the Cincinnati Reds. So that was his claim to fame this past week. The fact he says one of the fag capitals of the world. Who knows what he was talking about? But thought that was pretty entertaining in this uh, new PC yes, society. I, I did hear that story uh, on ESPN, and, and you're right. I don't watch a ton of baseball. I've I've, I've shied away from it over the years. You know, even this year, it's been pretty blah. So, but I did hear that story and I thought it was interesting that, that there are people that still say that kind of stuff out loud. <laughs> I mean, and not, and not on their well, own podcast. If, if saying it out loud. Podcast. <laughs> saying it out loud and saying it on the radio or on the TV or wherever it was is two different things. I mean, we can say it in close, behind closed doors all we want, but it's. When it comes to uh, millions of people, that's another story. And, uh, yeah, that's that's kind of sad he's gone, but that, that's too bad he had to spout off for whatever reason he was doing that. So uh, any closing words before we wrap this one up? No, uh, other than the fact that it's going to be a decent week of college football. Uh, we don't know how much longer the NFL is going to be playing. Uh, you know, these these COVID tests keep coming back. Mm. They, are, they are ruining our fantasy football league. I lost because this week mm-hmm. because uh, Derrick Henry's sitting at his home, not scoring many points, and Miles Gaskin <laughs> did not step up to the plate like we thought he would. So, uh, mm. really interested to see what happens with the Titans in their uh, positive COVID test. I'm hearing now there's that they didn't mm-hmm. follow protocol and had an off-site workout, which is going to cause them some some pain from the from the league office. So, just a good. Uh, Decent football weekend coming up and looking forward to some poker. How about you? Yeah, just going to hopefully nick away at the boxes in my garage and put our decorations up and all that good domesticated crap that uh, we go through moving from home to home. Got to clean out a little bit more of my old house and get it ready for the new renters coming in. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if you had to take a little guess here, I know we're going on – longer than projected here, but what would you grade? If you had to grade uh, one to 10 with decimal points, this week's college football slate, I think that's something we're going to do from now on. What would you grade this week's games? It's about I know a six. I'm you on the spot here. About a six out of 10. Uh, I'm okay. really missing the big 10. Big 10 is where I make a lot of my money. Uh, 
mm-hmm. SEC. They're they're playing in conference, which is good. Which is what we're going to see is some of these smaller schools get pushed out. Disappointed in the fact this year that we're not doing a 16 team playoff or an 18 playoff. So I I, mm. I think college yes. football has been mediocre but fun. And I've I've had a lot more fun, honestly, watching NFL this year. And I, I thought I'd never say that. But I mm. but I think the combination of all those things, um, plus the the fact that I'm I'm not getting Big Ten and NFL's just been entertaining. The, really loving the red zone. Yeah. Oh man, that's the best channel uh, for seven hours every Sunday. My my channel seven oh three on direct TV. I don't know what you have, but it's my main TV is on that channel. I know my wife mine too. Me, but, uh, mine too. It's, but it's there is something head. exciting when they say we're coming up upon the witching hour. I just you know, and I start seeing the money yeah, flying yeah. through, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, this needs to do this, and they need to do this, and I got to have this, and and here comes Daddy's money. So I, I'm I've uh, I've really enjoyed it yes. this year. Well, on the other side of things for NFL, I'm not enjoying it so much. I yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to go into a, a big rant, but I my top two picks, Julio Jones and Michael fucking oh. Thomas, are both hurt. So I'm hurting as well going 0-4 thus far. So not too keen on the NFL. Uh, I do like him watching it, but, uh, of course, throwing up my buck to fucks. Uh, but uh, not too keen on the fantasy aspect of it, not too, doing too well. So I may have to focus more on DraftKings. That's a good uh, good thing you mentioned that this week. But, um, yeah, so I, if I had to give a quick grade on it, I think I'm with you about six and a half, seven at the best. Uh, I think Texas, Oklahoma being as not as good as they are is bringing it down, and FSU not being as good as they have been, that would have made that game a marquee game. Um, so I'm about to say it's a little better than average, but I think you're right. Once we get into the Big Ten, and I, I love the the Mountain West Conference. I like watching the – Boise States and Hawaii's and put up a lot of points. Um, so I'm looking forward to having yep. some late games too. Um, I'm a night owl, so I'd love to watch those Pac-10 after dark games, Oregon State, Oregon, Washington State. So, uh, yeah, this, so it should get better. It can't get any worse. I don't think, well, knock on wood, it could get worse, I guess, with COVID. But um, I guess we're enjoying it the best we can. So we will wrap it up. Another show in the books for my co-host, Jason Osho Odell. I am Jeff Cox, wishing you much luck and wagering endeavors. The weeks be coming to you. And as always.